You're listening to Ask Dr. Jake. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker, owner and founder of Good Life Family Chiropractic here on the south side of Lincoln. And we're coming to you today with another message of health, hope, and wholeness, giving you the keys today to your health. Actually, the keys to start that engine, get that, get that Tesla really humming, get that Lamborghini really roaring, you know, really going. And, and really what it is, we're designed to do that. God gave that to us at conception. And then we get to choose whether we're the Fiat, the Saab, the Ford, the Lamborghini, the Tesla, whichever model you want to be, you get that choice. And it all has to do with how well you implement the five essentials into your health. And so we've been going through the most common causes of death in the United States. Last Friday, we started with my dad's story and how he was able to reverse congestive heart failure. We introduced heart disease. And then on Monday, we wrapped up the five essentials as it applies to preventing heart disease. Tuesday, we talked about cancer and its role in the disease burden and the death burden in the United States being the leading cause of death and the role of the five essentials in preventing that. Number three, we talked about the healthcare system, this health mindset, or really this disease mindset that we have and how it could actually be the leading cause of death in the United States, but just emergency room errors being the number three leading cause of death last year. Number four, we talked about the role of obstructive respiratory disorders and how the lungs are designed to replace themselves every 15 years. And so I want to today, I want to do a continuance on that. And really based off a conversation I just had with my sister just this morning about my niece. So my niece uh, has has probably been the least healthy of all my relatives in just her three short years of life. Uh, my sister was going through a really rough time uh, with seizures and with migraine headaches and you know, happened to get pregnant during this time, gave birth to her, had a C-section, opted for it because she didn't think that she could actually do well with it. And so number one, my niece ended up missing out on what we call in the research, the probiotic gulp. When you pass through that birth canal, one of the biggest things that you get is access to all of the probiotics that your mother's body, your mother's innate intelligence has decided, because God placed it there, to give you all those good probiotics that you're going to populate and repopulate and feed for the rest of your life, making up that microbiome. My niece missed out on that completely. Now, they did actually do a swab to try to get her access to some of those but even from there, she was introduced into a very stressful environment, a, a stressful environment because it, it was dis difficult for my sister to breastfeed. She was going through all these different procedures. And so she had to get breast milk from other places. She had to get all this stuff. So needless to say, she's gone through three years of life. She hasn't gotten the ideal condition. She's gotten some chiropractic care. She's gotten some good nutrition, but she's also gotten some bad stuff in that process as well. And without getting into too much nitty gritty, where she's at today, is she on a scale of zero to four with four being she absolutely needs surgery to save her life in this moment. She's at a three and a half with swollen adenoids and tonsils. Now, a hundred years ago, they began this process of just prophylactically removing tonsils and adenoids in children because at that time they under or their understanding was that those organs had no value that they had no purpose that god must have made a mistake in putting them in the body because there really wasn't anything that science in its you know understanding really 
could see a, a use for. And so, you know, over the last hundred years, it's become really normal for adenoids and tonsils, especially if they get swollen at all, to be removed. And a lot of you have had those things removed. Now, in this last several decades, we've begun to understand the role of adenoids and tonsils in health. And actually, the adenoids and tonsils, especially for children, they are there as a part of your immune system. And so if you want your immune system to be functioning at 100%, which is exactly what I want for each and every one of you, you need your adenoids and tonsils. And so just by not having those, we know that your body is not functioning at 100% anymore. Now, if that was to interfere with your ability to breathe, that can end your life very quickly. And so there is always a time and a place for an emergency surgery to remove those. It's not my job to decide that. It's not even your job as a parent to decide that. It's between you and a emergency surgeon to decide if it's an emergency that's necessary to save a child's life. Now, this surgeon that was advising my sister said that she was at a three and a half out of four. Now, I like to expand these lists out to 10 to really give it some more context because three out of four is only 75% of the way there. So three and a half out of four, we're getting closer, but it's not even in that range yet. So what I advised her is number one, just trust her gut. You know, as a mom, you understand if you're a mom, you understand more about your kid's health from a gut perspective, than your doctor is going to through all of their technology, really all the technology we have access to right now, the best in medical research says that maybe we understand 30% of what's going on inside the human body. So even with our best tests, if even if you do all the tests, we still may be covered 30% of the basis. So that's a lot of room out there. And the innate intelligence, innate wisdom that God gives us as parents is so much greater than that. We may not comprehend what's going on, but we know in our gut if something is not going right. I know when I shouldn't send my kids to school in the morning. I know when something is not right with them, even more than a test would. They could have a normal fee, normal temperature. They could be breathing normally. They, their skin could be clear. And I could know in my gut that it's not a good day for that. And I need to trust that feeling. And if I don't trust that feeling, I need to learn to trust that because that's there to help guide us in our decision-making for our children, our number one responsibility being our families. And so number one, I said, trust that. Number two, an excellent tool to tell you if this is an emergency situation is an O2 monitor or an O2 sensor. And you can get these and you can actually connect them to your smartphone for less than a couple hundred dollars. It, it's an invaluable tool in telling you if there's an emergency situation, if you're concerned about someone not getting enough oxygen. And we did this with Zeke. A lot of you guys know that when my son Ezekiel stopped breathing, we went to Children's in Omaha to try to figure out what was going on with his lungs. And they ended up coming back with nothing. Their tests found nothing. But one of the tools that we took away from there was that we wanted to monitor his breathing with an O2 sensor. And we actually got to see the amount of oxygen in his blood posted on our smartphones just by putting that on his body while he was sleeping every single night. And it just gave us peace of mind that we knew that he was okay. Now, ultimately, that came down to his spine was majorly out of alignment because his sister had kicked him in the head that morning. But it was solved, number one, because we trusted our gut. We got him adjusted. We got him to the emergency room. We went through that test. And then it gave us the peace of mind to know that if he would quit breathing again, that O2 sensor would tell us even if we weren't in the same room. And so we looked at that. We looked at that, and that was something that could help us differentiate whether this was an emergency or not. And you can shop for yourself 
for yourselves for these. Look at the reviews. Look at who's reviewing it. Some doctors get on there and actually do reviews of some of these commercial products that are available to us as the public. And you can truly trust this as a tool that will help you understand what your gut's telling you about where you're at if you're dealing with breathing issues with this. So from there, I advised my sister about what the role of adenoids and tonsils are. They really, even though these are not the leading cause of death here, because it's dealing with breathing, you know, and obstructing the respiratory pathways, we have to take this into con- context because it, an obstruction because of the tonsils or adenoids could be life-threatening, especially in children. And so when we're looking at this and we're looking at the adenoids and tonsils, we don't want to treat the adenoids and tonsils as the problem or as the cause of the problem because God made us perfectly. You know, he perfectly designed us for where we're at. But what we want to look at them as is really what's affecting them, what's their role in the body, and what can create the symptoms that they're having. And so when it comes to symptoms, symptoms are created by the lack of of something across the spectrum, across the five essentials. And so number one, mindset, stress can create any symptom in your body. If you have too much stress, if you have too much chronic stress, if you you have too much anything, you could do anything. Your body could break down any way. It can cause cancer. It can cause heart, heart disease. It can cause diabetes. It can, you name it, it can cause it. So look at those stress factors. Look at creating peace in your life to help combat that stress. And our Father in heaven is the ultimate, ultimate reflection of peace and the ultimate source of peace. And so we have to start there. Number two, we have to look at the control mechanism, that central nervous system. And so I advised my sister that until you decide that this is necessary or it needs to, that it's healthy enough that it goes away, we should be checking her spine on a daily, if not hourly basis to make sure that it is functioning at 100%, that our central nervous system is healing and controlling those adenoids and those tonsils at 100%. The only person that can do that is a chiropractor because they're the only ones that are trained to, and specifically someone trained in pediatrics. And so I referred her because she doesn't live here to one of my friends who's a max living chiropractor who's trained in pediatrics. If you're in an area that doesn't have a max living chiropractor within driving range, and I would travel over an hour to go see a max living chiropractor. I've sent family members over two hours away to go see a max living chiropractor. A a distant second would be an ICPA certified chiropractor, someone who specializes in children. Very often they're going to have the training necessary to see what's going on in your children's spine. The next thing that we look at, once we're confident that their central nervous system is processing properly, healing properly, is we look at those nutrients. Nutrients and anti-nutrients. Anti-nutrients being things like sugar, artificial foods, artificial flavors, artificial colors, food sensitivities, food allergies, making sure that they're not getting access to those things. And then also making sure that they're getting access to the good things that we need. Things like all the vitamins that you find in a multivitamin, vitamins A, B, C, D, E, K, you know, looking down the list and making sure that you're getting all of those. We're finding more and more of those essential nutrients on a daily basis. Minerals, trace minerals, we need to get be, be getting those in the body, looking for things that that are full of antioxidants and full of nutrients. We need to be getting those in our kid's diet. And then because my niece is so far along, I recommended that she move to a smoothie diet, getting getting away from some of the known food sensitivities, but going on a smoothie diet, 
just to make it easier because she's gagging on solid foods because of the way that her tonsils and adenoids are swollen, giving her a, a liquid diet just to help her calm down and also making it easier on the digestive system. The less that the digestive system has to do to break down the foods, the easier it's going to be to recover from an infection like this. Then we have to recognize the adenoids and tonsils being a part of the immune system, they could be flaring up because of an infection, because the body's dealing with or fighting off something. And so this is a very common thing as a child to have to deal with this. And then look at the kid's energy levels. If they want to run around and move, let them because that's going to get more oxygen into their bloodstream and get it further out to organ cells and tissues. And then from there, we look at toxins, what they're exposed to. You know, are there artificial chemicals that they're being exposed to in their environment? New carpet, mold, heavy metals, all these things. We need to consider those things. If you or a loved one are dealing with these things today and need some guidance, then pick up the phone and call me. My office number is 402-413-8825. You can get more information on this and other health topics by visiting our website, goodlifefamilychiropractic.com. I've been Dr. Jake Tucker. Join me again next week for another episode of Ask Dr. Jake.